All right, Podcast 29, part one of a three-part podcast we're going to do on Performing Enhancing Drugs, or PDs. Stay tuned. Thank you all for coming back. We got a good series coming up to finish off our performance series. So to, today we're going to start part one of PDs. And PDs go by numerous names. You hear gear, juice, steroids, etc. Um, but essentially, performance enhancing drugs are exactly what the name is. These are meant to improve your performance, um, whether it's in bodybuilding. Uh, weightlifting, powerlifting, etc. So, in part one, what we're going to cover here is we're going to cover some some terms um, that kind of help understand the later podcast. So, key terms I want to cover today: we're going to talk about hormones, steroids, androgens, and anabolics. Uh, I think once we get through these four terms, you kind of get a better understanding of PEDs and uh, what they do. So. First, let's start with hormones, and, and hormones are, are important here because uh, hormones are affected by some of these compounds. So, um, hormones are signaling signaling molecules in multicellular organisms that uh, they are typically shuttled throughout the body by very intricate biological processes, um, enzymes, um, the biological screw, things like that. They, so they physically move these compounds through. Um, throughout the body to regulate physiology and behavior um, within that organism. Um, so hormones are required for proper development in animals, plants, and even fungi. And they're used to communicate between organs and tissues. Now in vertebrates, which humans are vertebrates, hormones are responsible for the regulation of numerous physiological processes and behavioral activities. So things such as digestion, metabolism, respiration, sensory perception, sleep, lactation, stress, excretion, growth and development, movement, reproduction, and most importantly, mood manipulation. And so, um, Let's get into the term steroids. So this one's going to be a long one. Just bear with me a little bit of chemistry here. And so steroids are a biologically active organic compound. And structurally speaking, um, it's four rings arranged in a specific molecular configuration. And steroids typically have two principal biological functions. Um, they're important components of cell membranes. Um, and they're signaling molecules. So like I talked about hormones are signaling molecules, steroids, uh, some steroids are hormones, chemically speaking. So when we talk about steroids here, we're talking about steroids as a chemical um, structure, all right? The core structure of a steroid is typically composed of 17 carbon atoms. They're bonded in four fuse rings, um, typically... I don't want to see, they are hexagonal, so kind of like hexane type rings, or they're six-membered rings. Um, in particular, three six-membered cyclohexane rings. So typically, when you see the chemical compound of a steroid, they're labeled as A, B, and C. And then there's a five-membered ring, a cyclopentane ring, which is the D ring. So there go your four rings, three are six-membered, one is a five-membered. 
and essentially steroids um you can vary the functional groups all along these these rings these four these four rings and by changing the oxidation states of these rings and so um essentially steroids can be modified which is to a certain extent there's a numerous uh, uh types of steroids they can chemically look the same when you see them on paper but just by changing a functional group here or there um they have dramatically different um functions all right uh a good example for this is if you do a cutting of the B ring, it produces something called a Seiko steroid, which is vitamin D3. So vitamin D3, if you look at this chemical structure, it looks just like testosterone, which is a steroid. So in this case, when we say steroids, again, chemical structure, steroids are a class of compounds. All right. And some other examples of steroids, cholesterol, if you look at the structure of cholesterol, it looks like testosterone your sex hormones estradiol estrogen testosterone even anti-inflammatory corticosteroids such as a uh, dexamethasone if you again if you look at them they look very similar you'll see some changes in a hydrogen or a group here or there um but again they're very similar all right and in, in, in some cases um we can make these they can be man-made, um, but they, they again, they mimic naturally occurring um, steroids in the body. So you can understand why some of these PDs, they they affect some of our sex functions and cholesterol. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. And that's because they can mimic or they can affect, um, you know, some of these biological processes that are required. And... Now, you also have, uh, you hear me mention corticosteroids, and these are steroids that are designed to act like hormones to reduce inflammation. And uh, typically, um, you know, you see them as injections. So, um, you know, people have, uh, a good example of my stepfather, um, he has bad knees. So he gets these corticosteroid injections in his knees to reduce that inflammation, that knee pain. Um, uh, you'll typically see the, another thing you'll see it used for is rheumatoid arthritis. Um, where your immune system produces inflammation in these joints. And, and if you don't treat that, it can cause permanent damage. So they use these injections, as, like I mentioned, to um, reduce this inflammation. All right. So next, let's talk about androgens. So now we're going to get into some terms that you've probably seen. So an, an androgen is a natural or synthetic steroid hormone that regulates the development and maintenance of male characteristics in vertebrates. And they work by binding to androgen receptors or ARs, which you'll hear me talk about later. And so this includes um, embryological development in primary sex organs um, and the development of secondary sex characteristics in males and puberty. Right. So androgens are synthesized in the testes, the ovaries and the adrenal glands. Now, you may say, why the ovaries? Well, men and women both have testosterone and estrogen. It's the ratio between them that really kind of sets us apart, right? Males have more testosterone. Women have more estrogen, right? And um, so, inter interestingly, in puberty, androgens increase in both males and females. But again, the major androgen for us in males is testosterone, right? Next, let's talk about anabolics. And most PEDs are a combination of androgens and anabolics. So you'll see the term AAS or androgenic anabolic steroids. All right. So anabolics, you heard me use the term anabolism 
um, our anabolic before, uh, essentially, uh, this is cell growth, or it's the the building of compounds from smaller compounds. Um, and muscle is quite simple. You take amino acids, and they and they get built into larger proteins. Muscle, all right, pretty simple. But what I want to talk about here in anabolics are the side effects. This is where a lot of your side effects can come from when you talk about PD use. Wide range of them, long list of them. Um, and again, the next podcast, we're going to get into some of the actual PDs, the anavars, the D-balls, um, things like that. But some of the side effects in anabolics um, include some alterations to the structure of the heart, um, enlargement of the heart, thickening of the left, left ventricle, uh, which can reduce your ejected blood volume. Um, and what this means is you get high rates of hypertension, um, cardiac arrhythmias, um, heart failure, heart attacks, sudden cardiac death. You notice some of the bodybuilders that have been dying recently, it's been sudden, right? They're not, you know, heart failing and then they, you know, well, I believe Triple H, if anybody follows Triple H, so a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, actually, he did that interview where he talked about his, his heart was failing, right? And he, he was very close to dying. But, you know, some of these other guys, they just die of no, you know, out of nowhere, right? So that's where that sudden cardiac death is coming from. Another thing, um, harmful change in the cholesterol level. So you mentioned cholesterol is, is a steroid, right? So if you take in, you know, compounds similar to that, you can't affect that. And um, um, some some of these um, PEDs can actually increase LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, and decrease HDL, which is the good cholesterol. You also have some sex-specific side effects. So in males, gynecomastia, excuse me, development of breast tissue. So um, I believe William Bonac, um, I forgot what show he did this year, where people complain about some of the gyno that he had. Um, and so... Um, that, again, that can be a side effect. You know, some people do get gyno. Obviously, my cousin had got, got had gyno. We were young, right? Like 10, 11 years old. So that, that's completely different. Um, also, uh, this gyno comes from the increased conversion of testosterone to estradiol by the enzyme aromatase. So you hear people talking about aromatase inhibitors. This is important because if you increase your testosterone and your body decides to convert that to estrogen, right? You start to get, you know, those female characteristics. So they take aromatase inhibitors to prevent that conversion of testosterone to the estrogen, estradiol. You also get reduced sexual function and temporary infertility in males. Guys, fellas, I'll be real with you. Not sure why you would want that. Um, again, it's just me. Another male-specific uh, side effect, testicular, at uh, testicular atrophy. So this this is um, caused by your natural uh, testosterone level suppression and inhibits the production of sperm. So a good example here, Cali Muscle. Um, about two years ago, he got off a of gear because he wanted to have children. Because when he was on, he couldn't have children. Uh, his sperm count was, was so low. And so he had to get off gear and... Um, you know, went work with his doctor and they did some things to kind of increase, um, you know, his sperm count so he can have children. All right. So just keep that in mind. Now for our females, ladies. So um, as you as you may imagine, if you take an anabolic and most are androgenic, you're going to have developed some male characteristics such as increased body hair, deepening of the voice, enlarged clitoris, decrease, um, temporary decrease in your menstrual cycle. You affect your fertility, and you start, and some develop ovarian cysts as well. If you take them during present pregnancy, 
your affect your fetal development. Um, the fetus will, if it's a female fetus, it'll develop male features, or if it's a male fetus, it'll develop female features. Uh, also, can cause uh, kidney and liver problems as well. So, anabolics have, um, and this is this is really a combination of anabolics and androgens because most of them are both. Um, wide range of, of side effects can happen. Now, you'll typically see um, PEDs um, referred to as AAS, like I mentioned earlier, Andro, uh, androgen, androgenic anabolic steroids, AAS. Um, again, they have two different effects. The, the anabolics promote cell growth, while the androgens um, promote uh, or develop masculine characteristics. So, you know, if you see female bodybuilders, especially on the higher ends, you'll see they have that strong face, strong jaw, deep voice, facial hair. Uh, that's a cl- obviously a clear indicator that they're on something. But those are those masculine features that we're talking about here. Now, interestingly enough, um, there is some research that we know this stuff works for sure. Uh, one research paper that I read, I picked this sentence up out of that. Uh, they determined that overall the exercise where the most significant improvements were observed during AAS use, the bench press. Interesting, right? You may say, why the bench press? Another paper had this. The upper body region, the thorax, neck, shoulders, and upper arm seems to be the most susceptible um, for AAS use than um, other body regions because of the predominance of ARs in the upper body. So there's more androgen receptors in the upper body. So a good friend of mine, shout out to Grizz. We, you know, you talk about the fake natty. How do you, how can you spot a fake natty? One of the things that I always look at is the shoulders. And I call it an overdeveloped shoulder. I mean, huge shoulders, man. You know what I'm saying? Like superhero level shoulders. Well, why is that? Here it is right here. Your AR receptor, your ARs are higher in the upper body. So, you know, I hope this podcast kind of explains some key terms that we will end up seeing later um, the next podcast we're going to talk about that again the actual um, compounds um, nandrolone test uh, then we talked about oxandrolone anabar things like that and just to be clear this series is not going to be to bash um, pds as you know with with what i like to do i'm a scientist first you know i like to i like to understand things and i think um, if people understand things, you know, I, I, I think the decisions to take them is, is much different. So um, this is just to let people know what they are, what they do, how they work. Not going to bash anybody. I personally wouldn't take PEDs, but that's just me personally. Um, and there's nothing against guys that take it. It's just the guys that aren't upfront about it and they, they lie to you. Those are the ones I you know I have a problem with. Um, but yeah, so this this is a three part series. This was a long one, a lot of a little bit of science, you know, in there. So um, yeah, just stick around for the next one. I promise you, the next two will be shorter. The next one again is going to be on your traditional PDs, and then our third one is going to be on SARMs. If you don't know what a SARM is, selective androgen receptor modulator, it's kind of a new thing that's came out recently. Um, you know, it's been touted as a replacement to your traditional PED. So. Um, yeah, stick around. I appreciate y'all for sticking around with me. Um, again, podcast 29. So we're moving along here. And yeah, see you on the next one.